0: Hey, dorks. Just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I am Doug. And
1: I am Justin. And I am Dustin. And welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I had two words that tried to come out of my mouth at the same time. <laughs> and they, and they, they morphed into
0: a... <laughs> <laughs> How are you? How you doing? Welcome to another edition of Your Political News. <laughs> Justin's eyes, if you're not on Twitch, Welcome just got wide. <laughs> Welcome to News of the World. I'm Justin.
1: <laughs>
0: Sandy says she wants that reward, reward the Nyan.
1: <laughs> That's a, I love it. That, the Nyan is, a, is a, it's a soundboard clip for sure. Nyan. yeah,
0: Nyan. Nyan. Um yeah. got a lot of good stuff to talk about this week. So oh many boy. great things. So let's get this uh
1: let's Flush get topics as the kids We say.
0: are we are just you know nipples deep in the topics, yep. I believe. We're
1: deniolas what... deep. De N- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's what Robert De Niro's areolas are called. Deneriolas.
0: <laughs> Denariolas. it's like the uh cut rate Daenerys Targaryen. There you go. Just just giant areolas. Just huge. Huge. Huge huge. Uh so, first things first, if you don't already, please follow us on Spotify. We exist there and everywhere else where you find your podcasts, but give us a listen on Spotify as well. Check. Next up, please come hang out with us. Join us on our Discord server. It's wonderful. We're a bunch of nerds that hang out together. We group up and play games, we post fun memes. You'll meet Zenny who posts the best of the best from 9gag. She always has a nice curation that she sends to everyone. It's the goddamn best. So, You're missing out, if you don't do that. Uh, So, in order to get there, head over to twitch.tv slash Podcast Down below in our little section with, like, the about us, you'll find a little Discord button. Click on that. You come right in. You join the family. There's no hazing. You know, there's no quest. There's no riddles. Just come in and join. It'll be the best. It'll be wonderful. You're very welcome. Next up, redbubble.com is where we have merch. so many things happening. It's a lot. It smells like spicy garlic shrimp, which I made for dinner tonight, which was healthy and delicious. Uh, Redbubble.com. Check us out there. Get your awesome Mind Gap merch. Just head on over there. Search for Mind Gap Podcast get our classic logo as well as I will haunt your butt. And that is available on so many different things from t-shirts to hoodies, to sweatshirts, to coffee mugs, to travel mugs, to backpacks, to little, uh, 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 pillows and other things. Uh, 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 stuff. It's quality. Wolf's Lord just said it's quality motherfuckers. It's great. It's good stuff. It's so good. So go check that out. Support the podcast, get something cool while you're at it. We'll love you forever. Also, uh, check us out at twitch.tv slash podcast Tuesday nights at 8pm central that's when we uh, broadcast live the podcast so you can come hang out with us like these cool people on Twitch right now also Saturday nights at 8pm central I host a video game night I, I, I pull up a game for about two hours we hang out we have a good time it's great uh, haven't quite decided what I'm going to do this Saturday I'm kind of leaning towards maybe heading back into Outer Wilds that game really fucked with me yeah. I've kind of been thinking about it but I'm also scared because I ended on a really bad note where I was flying into a planet, and as I kind of entered into the planet's core, uh, a giant anglerfish ate me. And I'm still... I think
1: you need to go back and explore what's up with that anglerfish.
0: I'm still haunted by it. And also the fact that basically a supernova happens every 20 minutes, and then you reset. So you have to figure out the mystery of what's going on in 20 second clips, So, which is pretty wild. Slotty, so nice. So nice giving the gift of the sub. You're very kind. Thank you so much. So, uh, check us out. Twitch.tv slash uh Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central for the podcast. And Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central for the video game night. And that, as they say, is that for... Can
1: you spend that 20 minutes before the supernova reset you <clears throat> just following the anglerfish around and just seeing where he goes? Here's the thing.
0: Yeah. Um... I don't know, and probably not. I'm scared to go back in there. Because <laughs> it's this planet with this little, like, it's like a, uh, looks like a little misty hole, you know, and you sort of go through and it they opens up do. to, it's almost like Harry Potter shit. You fly okay. through, it opens up to this massive area, it's just all foggy and dusty, and you're like, kind of, I can't see shit, and then it's out of nowhere, you just see this little ball of light, and then followed by giant claw- jaws that just <laughs> eat you. Like, Did you eh. go towards that ball of light i was just floating like i didn't really necessarily go down or wherever okay. i mean here's the thing that's crazy about it. if you really want to know um Jeez. you have this this tool that you can sort of aim to different parts of the universe or the solar system and it picks up sound uh there's other travelers that are out there that are playing music to let people know where they are because they all have this kind of thing and in that place there's someone playing the harmonica which means that there's someone that's in there and I don't know how
1: to find him, And I'm terrified to go back in there. So oh, I feel like that's like a scene from deliverance ready to roll.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness and deliverance had a movie bastard child. It feels like it'd be this. I mean, if the guy was playing banjo,
0: I would definitely not go in there for sure. You know, Oh, we had a little but that's bit you of, gotta go in, but you, just, you know, I'm just going, you know, I hear like, you know, a trumpet, a sexy saxophone. And then as I go towards this plant, I just hear like dueling banjos. I'm like, Mm, I don't know. I don't know
1: how I feel. I, don't know how I feel about that. Probably as like, you as you go in, you just hear like a trumpet, sexy saxophone, and then i will be like, "Oh god!" And then, not- then that's when the <laughs> anglerfish gets you. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs>
1: the last thing I heard was Nickelback.
0: <laughs> right, it smashes down. <laughs> Then he says, yeah. well played, Justin. Well played. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to be this annoying guy for a second. And I'm taking charge of my nutrition. I'm being better about myself. And I'm proud of it. Good for you. I've been doing this what thing. Are you, what are you doing, Doug? I'm eating better. I'm doing this thing called Noom. I wish it was a sponsor. Brought
1: to you by wish it was a
0: sponsor. Because I fucking love them. They're great. Granted, I'm in the honeymoon period. But been doing it for a week. But what for me is I eat like shit. I do. I eat large portions of garbage. That's exactly. Thank you, Jared, for cashing in push-ups and sit-ups.
1: Just on that note, I'm pretty sure that you still owe me 30 of them. I already did them. Uh, I'm going to defer to the people in the chat to let me know if that actually happened. I did. If if
0: I I marked them as complete, then then I did them. I didn't even realize you could mark things. That's how I do it. So I give you. Right. If I don't mark them, if I if I return the points back to you, then I didn't do them because I'm a man did of honor. Did you recite
1: the Pledge of Allegiance in every other word? Um,
0: I farted a couple times while I did it, so yeah. I'll take it. There we go. I'll take uh, it. No picture <laughs> as evidence. It didn't count. <laughs> Quickly becoming my favorite person on the chat. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing. I I have. I'm doing this thing called Noom, and uh, it uh, it has it has all the things that appease practical Doug. And it's a lot of stuff where you go through and you track things. Like, how many glasses of water do you drink a day? You set a goal and you track it. It gamifies it. So it's like as you you do it, you click on this little water icon. It fills up with water. It's really cool. Um, They do a food journal. So you can actually pick the foods that you're eating. It tells you how many calories they are. Also, if they're like good calories or like, hey, watch yourself kind of calories. And they have a lot of really great recipes. And I found my new sweet treat that is... Not garbage because is normally, the that well, there's, there's two, there's that okay. thing. And then there's another one that I found. Um, because most of the time we're trying to eat healthy. It's like, check out this nice dessert and you eat it. You're like, this is a lie. This is an absolute right. lie. Fuck you for doing this. Give me your car. Cause I'm going
1: to light it on fire
0: in your That's garage. what happens. You know,
1: it's, <laughs> it's awful. It's, it's, The CEOs of these weight loss companies go through a lot of cars because people burn them all the time. The the worst one I
0: had was like keto friendly cookies. It was like, which just doesn't sound right. Because keto is anti-car, but I'm like, everything that you want that's good is like sugar. So it's like, (laughs) try this almond thing or that. And I tried it. I was like, they just came out greasy. I bet it. I'm like, we're just pretending here. We're lying that this is going to be good. Are we that desperate? Sure, you can call this a cookie, but fuck you. Yeah, no, it's not good. But with this, uh, there's this thing where you take basically like three pounds of apples, and you skin them, you core them, and you put them in a pot with some cinnamon, just a little bit of apple juice, some vanilla extract. Uh, I think that's it. And uh, you basically let it just cover it, let it simmer for 30 minutes, and you mash it up, and you've got yourself essentially like an apple pie, but it's actually healthy. Interesting. <laughs> it's Interesting. delicious, hot or cold. But the one thing that I really enjoy, because it's what, super simple.
1: You got yourself an apple pie filling
0: or? I mean, you, you basically, apple I just, pie. I, I just, it's like an if you're craving apple pie, it's a wonderful sort of substitute for that.
1: Okay. So not like applesauce, like apple pie. It's
0: kind of like an applesauce, but it's chunky.
1: Okay. I dig that.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's sweetened okay. with with orange juice instead of like sugar. And the cinnamon adds a nice sort of element to it. And the vanilla extract gives it a little bit of, yeah, you know, these are all technical terms.
1: Yeah. Well, no, like I thought I was watching the food network right now. The yeah. way you said, hiyah. yeah. 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 Another
0: thing I love is my treat that I give myself twice a day for snacks is a bowl of Greek non-fat yogurt with half a cup of raspberries, half a cup of blackberries and a tablespoon of honey. And it's the best goddamn thing I've ever had. Justin, Tell me what you make fun of me. I
1: never thought. No, I just, I never, never thought that I would say this coming from the guy who at one point ate the quad burger and thought it was a good idea while he was doing
0: it. I was 30 years old and you basically were like, Doug, I bet you can eat the quad burger. I'm like, I can. And then I just ordered it because
1: I wanted it. For those who are not uh, initiated, the quad burger is from a place called choppers in Chicago. And it's inexplicably five patties because why not? And uh, Doug downed it. And I mm-hmm. think, if I'm not mistaken... Multiple times. times. Yeah, multiple times. And didn't you... Did you order a shake as well? I don't know. That part is
0: blurry to me. But I remember it's, telling Jill, and Jill it's was probably like... probably
1: because you've OD'd on sodium, that's why.
0: And Jill, Jill goes, I don't want to be this wife, but you can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> and honestly, it meant a lot to me that she said that. Because I'm like, you're right. I really she can't. Cares. I was she like... Cares. She's like, you, you just can't do that anymore. And that was the beginning of me continuing to do that for at least eight more
1: years. <laughs> I just never thought that I'd see the day where you were excited about nonfat Greek yogurt, berries, and a splash of honey. Well, here's the
0: thing. Without the honey, it's dog shit. You got to have the honey.
1: Cause okay. I did it without the honey.
0: I was like, <sighs> okay, this is fuel. <sighs> this what is filling me up. I had the honey. I was like, oh, this is everything that it needs. It needs some sweetness to it because non-fat Greek yogurt is... That shit is sour, man. Like, it is. <laughs> There's not much like to it. it. I mean, I, what, I, I enjoy it with honey. I use
1: that instead of su- uh, sour
0: cream all the time. That's a good one. Because something else you can add to that apple thing is a little bit of uh, yogurt, which there you go. I may try next time. At the time, I was like, nah, I'm good. I like my stuff tasting good. Thank you. Uh, but, you know, you add that element to it. But anyway, uh, I've been doing this for a little I'm, bit over a week. Proud of you, man. And thank you. I'm tracking my steps. Um, you know, I'm I'm much more active. Just much more like I walk twice a day. But you know, I try to I try to get in ten thousand steps stuff. Like I'm just much more in tune with what I'm doing, and I'm very excited. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm like ah, this is what because I've been telling myself, I'm like, dude, you are out of control. Like yeah. you are so out of control. You're not doing things right. You're this only leads one place, and it's bad. It's bad. I have diabetes in my family. I have heart disease in my family. I've got cancer in my family. And I'm just like, hey, how many donuts can we eat in a session? Like, you can't do that. And I keep telling myself, like, ah, it's the holidays. And that's, like, uh, that's Halloween. That's Thanksgiving. That's Christmas. That's that's Arbor Day. That's, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That's Then it's, like, anniversary. Natalie's birthday. My birthday. Like... (laughs) Like all these things from October through February. And I was like, God,
1: man, you've got to get your shit together. Yeah. I, I, I feel if the pandemic hasn't helped anything either. I mean, it just, it has made, it has made people that much more okay with, with just sitting You're inside. You're not thinking about how much you're actually sitting, what you're putting in your body. Like, cause at the beginning of the pandemic too, when we were quarantined, I kept going like, well, I'm going to, I need something to get through this. I'm going to treat myself to this thing. And it's like I need mentally, I need something, I need to, to give myself something. And And the treats and start
0: coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> Straight to the hips and you feel the ground running. Hips been- Nope, sorry. That's not the one. <laughs> one year since the pandemic started. Wait, what song is Find it, Justin. Take the Some- time. There's right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> now. Yeah, okay. um,
1: hey now. Hey <laughs> now. So uh, no, but you just uh, you know you just start one you know a couple weeks becomes a couple months and then you know before you know it you're a year into the pandemic and you're like you're still housing entire bags of Doritos this guy and uh, I'm like I, I same thing I'm like I gotta fucking make a change. This is I
0: have more horrendous. more time on my hands at home yeah. during the yeah. day where I'm like yeah I can let this thing bake for four hours like right. Oh, I'm gonna smoke this entire brisket. Cool. Like I just and then eat the whole thing. Yeah, over two <laughs> days because it's eight pounds. You know, I can't do that in one sitting. You know, but still, yeah. it's it's wild. So, um, for me, yeah. it's always been portion control. So if yeah, I same. can, if I can stuff myself with good food versus the bad stuff, and just understanding things like, hey, if you eat a cup of watermelon that has water in it, and that will fill you up more than something like a cup of raisins which you should never eat because raisins are decomposing grapes so don't don't do that
1: challenge yourself Doug eight pounds one sitting eight pounds of what (laughs) like eating eight pounds or losing eight pounds in one sitting because both sound dangerous yeah I don't like either one of those (laughs) we put eight pounds of hamburger in my ass is that what we're doing that's one way to
0: brisket okay I see what you're saying I'm like (laughs)
1: okay I was gonna say eight pounds of hamburger in your ass is one way to gain it and lose it all at the same time that's right
0: it's also yeah. a great way to gain an erection.
1: Hey. But anyway, an star. Um, yeah. Well, I'm proud of you that you're doing that, man. I Thank need, you. I I've been saying to Beth for a long time. I got to get back into, I just bought myself a new pair of running shoes. So I'm hoping that Congrats. that and I went for a run today. It was a short one, but i still felt good to be out. And it definitely underscored how out of shape I actually am because I went for a two mile run. And by the end of it, I you would have thought that I'd ran a marathon like I could not my lungs were gone I was like oh boy we got a mountain to climb yeah (laughs) it was I've lost everything but the good thing is that it's amazing to me how quick you can lose it oh that's the thing it's it's scary ever to gain yeah just moments to lose
0: and that's why people will just stay at the bottom of that of that you know that drop off because they're like I can't getting back up is so much harder and if you lose it Man, getting it back is, is incredibly difficult. So for me, yeah. I'm looking at this like, hey, man, one day at a time, one week at a time, I'm making better choices. I'm feeling better. I'm cooking. Like, I'm going to the grocery store a couple times a week because <laughs> the last grocery run I did was by far the most healthy thing I've ever done. <laughs> I looked at it. I'm like, there's nothing but like
1: veggies and fruit, shrimp. Like, it's all it's all good stuff. Fish. There's, all, there's also something that feels good when you, when you look at that. Like there's, I feel like there's a, a sense of almost a sense of pride where you, you're like, ah, I made some really good decisions. I made adult decisions here, you oh, know, and it, yeah, that helps to spur that along. too. That's
0: how I felt. is just like when I'm done eating, I'm like, oh, this was good. Like not only did it taste good, but it's good for me. Like I'm making good choices. Right. And the challenging thing is ordering in, I order in once a week and, um, there's just nothing good to order. I ordered barbecue and i barely ate it because I'm like this isn't good so i end up throwing it away because i was like what by the
1: time it gets to you it's kind of soggy
0: and well it's just it's just like i based on what i was allotted to eat i got to have like two strips of brisket and like a small spoonful of mac
1: where you can just kind of go nuts
0: i mean i can but i don't know where i want to not right now
1: (laughs) so you're okay so you're still like hardcore
0: in the I'm in it because well, essentially what you eat is like green, yellow, and red. and It's not necessarily good to bad. It's just like, hey, the things that are in red, you should like just really, you can have it, just really monitor your portions. Just nibble on them. And just the nibble. green, it's like go to town on it, you know, because a lot yeah. of it's it's called low calorie, de- or high calorie, no, low calorie density, meaning that it's low calorie and it's it's high in density, so it, 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 it can fill you up and it doesn't have that many calories. Like watermelon, or right. Zucchini or mm-hmm. things like that. So you can just go to town on it and eat it, fill yourself up and it's not going to do much versus like, oh, do you want a tablespoon of honey or
1: a tablespoon of olive oil? That's like, right. you know, <laughs> a couple hundred calories. <laughs> so, but it's also not just about the calories, though. You got to look at your macros, too. And yeah. about fats, like a mm-hmm. tablespoon of olive oil in cooking is a great thing because it's a exactly that helps with your cholesterol. You know?
0: Same thing with that avocados, right? Like yeah. they're like, hey, just. Again, don't go crazy with it. It's like habit. I mean, at the end of the day, they're like, "Hey,
1: don't eat four avocados yeah. in
0: one sitting." Yeah. It's like, "Hey, at the end of the day, if you want to have a cookie, have a cookie. It's fine. Do it.
1: Sure. Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. Don't have five.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, but what if
1: they all stuck together, then that's one cookie?
0: And that's what I'm trying to, you know, fight myself out of is yeah. a I'm proud of myself because I've literally gone and just thrown away food, which is really hard for me because I'm like but these chicken wings were so good. And I'm like, throw them away. Get them out of here. No. Um, and just the message
1: boards are going to light up dragging you across the coals. On that's it. always been
0: part of my thing is like, I don't like wasting food, which just yeah. adds to the problem of like, well, I've got to eat it. No one else. Will. I'm like, well, I guess I'll eat it. You know, and I just go to town on it. So I try to, you know, now it's just been like, hey, man, if you're not going to get it, you're not going to get it. And that's fine. Just throw it out, you know, throw it out. Focus on getting through, you know, Mm. the fruits and things like that. Have that as a snack, you know. Doing a lot of hard-boiled eggs, you know. just Perfect. And part of it, too, is just finding good recipes. I found some really good recipes. Potatoes are on the docket, baby. Potatoes, potatoes. I made some garlic mashed potatoes. I was like, fucking A, these taste good. And they're healthy? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Did you look at Chef Mike's recipe? I didn't. Okay. I'll have to do that. Shout out to Chef Mike. I mean, there's a lot of butter, so I don't know how probably won't work nine, but
0: for what i was doing i was like this is yeah. probably gonna taste like garbage it was delicious nice it's fucking delicious nice but anyway enough about me i just want to share a little bit of my journey and what i'm doing i'm excited i want to keep this going i've i've seen you know i've lost like five pounds so off to oh, a good yeah, start man. so for you. my goal is to get below 250 so
1: i was gonna say you look i can see it in your face you look thinner <laughs> in your face i don't think that's true but thank you <laughs> I just remember one time you told me that you hate when people say that to you.
0: Well, I I just don't believe it. <laughs> I was like, Did I, I have, a, have I shaved my beard? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm like, okay, thank you. I, I always like to you, give you, people thanks.
1: compliments that they hate.
0: Yeah, I know. I do too. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. always good. That's, that's, why, roll. that's why I'm a good friend because I like making people mad. Anyway... <laughs> WandaVision wrapped up last week. The series oh, finale happened, and we were super happy to have Jamie Jirak on from ComicBook.com. If you haven't checked out that episode, I highly recommend you do. Mm-hmm. Um, do it after you've seen this, this show. Don't do it before. This just loaded with spoilers. But uh, Jamie is a blast, as always, to talk to. And she was on a podcast called Phase Zero which is from comicbook.com and they actually stream on twitch on friday mornings i checked out that podcast too and she and two other folks over there were breaking it down and it was just a fun conversation actually they're going to have the director of the show on this friday at phase zero so you should all check that out on twitch just look up comic book uh i think is what it is comic book comicbook.com and find their twitch channel and check it out. I'm going to be checking it out. It'll be nice just to hear from their, you know, the director on some of their shit. Oh, yeah. So, which would be really, really That's cool.
1: That's an awesome get for them. I love yeah. it.
0: So cool. But it wrapped up. Uh, some people liked it. Some people didn't. Justin, what did you think of the finale?
1: Also, I... spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, you mean in general. I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to follow that with a spoiler. But no, just, just in, I had to this say This section will be spoilers. Yes. You know? uh, in general, I, I liked it. I thought I... I thought the last two episodes were the only two episodes where I kind of started to see, I don't want to call them flaws, but like, you know, like I mentioned the second to last episode was felt very much like an exposition dump to me. Uh, Even though I thought the episode was good. uh, We, and we talked about that last week's episode where like, uh, you know, Agnes was like, Hmm. So, you know, the infinity stone amplified something that was inside of you that would have otherwise died on the vine. I'm like, we saw that. We don't, Mm -hmm. we don't need to hear, like we saw that there was a lot of that um, yeah. at the same time, some of the exposition I thought was really, really good. So that, that was a, uh, you know, that was that episode, the final episode I liked, I would say 90% of it. Um, and I loved, loved the fact that they brought up the ship of Theseus. Right. As soon as they did, and, I was like, Hey, we talked about that on the podcast. And guess who was on the episode when we talked about it.
0: It was Jamie was it cause we were doing, uh, yes, we were doing paradoxes. <laughs>
1: I, that happened, and I about lost my mind. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's all coming full circle."
0: This is amazing. <laughs> what is
1: happening right now.
0: So we were, we were wow. going through list of uh, paradoxes, you, yes, <laughs> and that was, and I was one like, of them.
1: This is too fucking. This is too weird. Um, but yeah, so I, I loved that. Um, I loved all the the little like the fact that they mentioned Sorcerer Supreme, and they like I, I loved all the little things like that. The only thing that I really struggled with is there was one line at the end where um, uh, Monica Rambo says, um, they'll never know what you sacrificed for them. And Scarlet Witch goes, uh, it wouldn't make them like me even if they did, or it wouldn't change how they feel about me. And I was like, right, because you tortured them with your pain and you kept them hostage. It shouldn't, it doesn't matter how much you've gone through you did a bad thing and that was never addressed and it it just seemed like such a weird line that it the rest of the episode and there wasn't much left but the rest of the episode I was like trying to figure out I'm like did I miss the context of that or was that just kind of a an off thing uh that so that was the only issue I had with that episode
0: I think um there will probably be repercussions for that moving forward Sure, Um, I I mean
1: undoubtedly she's going to be running from that I feel like
0: well I think uh there's a reason why she's in a remote cabin (laughs) right you know uh it's 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 one of those things where uh, I think the thing I like most about Marvel is that all there are consequences to actions and um I think she will be probably one a a very much feared entity especially now that she's fully realized and because she has the dark hold like just reading getting infinite knowledge and things like that um She will absolutely, Jervis says, I think Wanda will be seen as a bad guy coming up. Absolutely.
1: Um, Without a doubt. I mean. Well, the the thing like Beth asked me the first thing uh, when we got done, she's like, she turned to me, she goes, okay, so is she going to be a bad guy now? And I was like, no, in not in the sense that she's going to be a bad guy, like a true bad guy in the sense that she's going after what she wants. And if anyone gets in her way, they're going to suffer. In that sense, maybe, but it's not. She's not going to be going after half the u- population of the universe like Thanos. Yeah, did. like at that level of bad guy. No,
0: but and that book she was reading is not a good book. Um, it drives people crazy with right. knowledge. It has all the dark spells and all the dark knowledge in all the world. And uh, it definitely creates an obsession. So I think obviously there will be that would be wonderful lead into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness I think she will play a large part in that. So I mean
1: she's currently on set filming it right now. So yeah. she uh like I it full full on that she is in that movie because you know she did an interview from set and was like, "Yeah, we're filming it right now." So very excited to see what they do with that because the fact that she and I didn't realize this, the fact that she uh Agnes had called out that the Scarlet Witch is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. I went, "Oh, this could cause a problem." I was like, well, I'm glad we didn't do that for a throwdown because oh, shit, we probably yeah. would have gotten that wrong. Undoubtedly. <laughs> Undoubtedly, yeah. Undoubtedly. yeah. yeah. Um, I also loved the fact that she was studying the book via astral projection the same way Doctor Strange was. I thought that tie-in was just perfect because, <laughs> yeah. again, what a great lead-in to that fucking to that movie. It's going to be so good. The yeah. fact that it comes out in a year and a half from now, yeah, not a fan of that covid because it's pushed all of our schedules around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Um I I don't know. I was I was a fan of it. I liked it. I know a lot of the uh internet kind of got butt hurt because everyone had their own theories in their mind and it's it's I'll give them the same tough love speech that you've given me Justin which is like you can have the best theory in the world but you didn't make it. So deal with it. <laughs> yep. So, you know, yep. cuz I I know a lot of people uh, and, and I think this is a fair one like Pietro you know, not actually being Quicksilver. It was just an actor right. or whatever. Like that was a,
1: a misstep in my mind. Right. Cause that was pure fan service and Marvel isn't necessarily known for doing pure fan service.
0: Yeah. It was, it seemed like it was more of a tickle tickle on the balls and then right. they didn't do anything with it. I was like, wow, what a missed opportunity. Um, and, uh, I think that was, a, that was, that was a shame because that's, I, I mean, you could have split the multiverse right there. I mean, there could have been just breadcrumbs of multiverse. You, they teased it, uh, and they said this on Phaser. Yeah. They teased it in Far From Home with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know, where it was like, you tell me there's a multiverse, and there wasn't. It was all, you know, Mysterio made it up, spoiler alert. Right. And then you get kind of get this. So it's like, wait, this other actor who was under Fox at the time, who also played Quicksilver, is here. But they're like, oh, my God, they recast it, and da-da-da. It's like, no, nah, it's just an actor. It's like, wait, what? Right. no. No, oh, it's like, well, the next movie is going to be Multiverse of Madness. So they have to talk about it. But it's like, I mean, we could have we could have led into it, which would have been kind of cool. Um, and I know a lot of people were just like, who is this, you know, aerospace engineer, you know, that everyone was referencing. And it was basically nobody,
1: <laughs> you know, wait, who is the
0: because uh 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 Monica Rambeau was like oh I have a friend who's like an aerospace engineer who I think could help us out and like two episodes later they get they, she meets some military lady that has this big old truck that right. basically right. doesn't do anything and everyone was like oh it's going to be Reed Richards and I was like y'all just need to slow your roll okay just
1: chill that would I mean the fact they announced Fantastic 4 uh I that would have been fucking sick tie in if they could have done that. It would have
0: been really cool. You know, yeah. but that's the thing it's like people are like Mephisto's running the show. It's got to be Mephisto. and It's like it's not and then people are mad. I, I mean, cuz like really Mephisto! I like it. <laughs> Mephisto and your Endo. Um Ugh. but uh also like I think it was because who is the true antagonist of the show? I mean besides
1: Scarlet Witch herself? Uh, was I think it was Ag- Scarlet Witch because I don't think it right. was Agnes. She I mean, was just she along was, for the ride, right? But she was like she was <laughs> pulling the strings of the person pulling the strings, kind of like she was she was helping to to kind of guide things until she was able to kind of get her in. But I mean, the antagonist for all intents and purposes is Wanda. Mm-hmm. Jervis says
0: <laughs> Zenny says it's Sparky the dog that got murdered. Uh, Jervis says it was
1: Haywood. I'm like. I mean, Haywood definitely had a an uh, 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 antagonist feel to him, but he's pretty one dimensional
0: for me. I don't really know what his plan was. Like, right? Because again, I'm not entirely sure why he lied about Wanda. He's like, "Oh, Wanda stole Vision's body and reanimated him." That's not true. Was that to get like the military on his side or something? I don't know. And then he's like, "We have to kill Wanda." And I was like, "Why?" Because obviously they rebuilt Vision. I was you know. like, why? I was like, wait, what? Because I thought that was a pretty big deal where it's like they showed what happened. And she walked in. And she's like, I can't feel you. And then she left. And I was right. like, oh, that's not what Haywood said. But then they didn't really address it after that. And he's like, we that's must kill Wanda. Right? And I'm like,
1: that's it? You just want to kill her? Because she's a threat? The thing is, it was a this concept was a, a really big concept to tackle in a nine episode roughly 35 to 40 minute per per episode. Uh, but a nine episode season, this was a real big, you could have done an easy 13 episodes and probably made them an hour long. And that would have might, that might've been just enough time to, to really kind of like get in there like a dentist. You get all the plaque out of the, the nooks and crannies. Like, I think that would have given you just enough time, not saying that they did a bad job, but there's definitely some things that I think they left there that they could have, they could have gone after.
0: Agreed. And uh, they should have done 13 episodes. So there you go. So, yeah, so fuck you. Nine does feel weird. It does. That seems like to be the new normal. Um, But I enjoyed it. I think it's a good show. Favorite thing today is a woman at work who doesn't follow the Marvel... Movies at all, any of the MCU. And another co worker was like, Oh, Doug, I want to get your thoughts on WandaVision. I'm like, Yeah, we should. She goes, This other girl goes, Is it good? I'm like, Yeah, it's really good. She goes, Okay, I think I want to watch it. Is there anything else I need to watch beforehand? I was like, Uh, I was like, Well, Age of Ultron, definitely, you need to watch that. And then I was like, Well, then you gotta, the other person goes, Well, Endgame. I'm like, And if you're gonna watch Endgame, you gotta watch Infinity War. Right. So it's that. And then I was like, even then, uh, I mean, Civil War is also pretty important. Um, uh, I was like, you thing. know what? Just start Iron Man 1 and fucking watch it all, okay?
1: There's 22 <laughs> movies you need to get through before you tackle this.
0: Yeah. I was like, there's no just hopping into this and getting it. Like, this is definitely the highest barrier to entry, I think, out of anything Marvel's done because yeah. you walk in, and you're like, what? <laughs> what is this? I don't understand anything. It's like, yeah, we didn't either. So. What? And we knew what was going on. So and
1: we're all very well versed in this. So you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so don't bother. I, uh, I um Yeah. In in total, I think this was a win. I I personally, I, I liked this. I will. I will probably revisit it at some point in the near future, too. Like I'll rewatch. I know Jamie's already gone through and binge watched it. She posted about it on Instagram. And uh, I, I'll definitely go back and rewatch this because there's stuff that I undoubtedly have missed. Yeah. Uh, that uh, i'd like to go back and take a look at but it it was just a fun ride i think again they took a swing they they you know um they they took a risk doug uh and uh thanks for reminding me you're welcome <laughs> uh it it paid off i do i the thing that marvel has done is they innovate storytelling where it, it in the sense that they were like, okay, let's take this concept of comic books and let's make it into films where everything intertwines and you can watch just Thor or just Captain America if you want, but you can also watch all of these together and they make a bigger story. And then this, they were like, what if we tell a story in a really weird, fucked up way? But guess what? We're going to make it work. And so I think what they do really, really well is they take chances with... Um, telling stories in weird ways that you might not have seen before. So this one in that realm was definitely a win. Yeah. Um,
0: two things. Uh, one, I thought that was an interesting observation. Um, someone goes, did you notice that uh, Vision and Wanda's kids are basically smaller versions of her and her brother, but not her and Vision? Because in the comics, in one version of it, Wanda and her brother have sex. Wait, they do? (laughs) Yeah, it's gross. Oh, no. I think in the Ultimates, like, they totally have sex. And it was like. Yeah. Don't like. (laughs) So as I saw that, I was like, oh, God.
1: (laughs) There's no robotic or anything like that. It's just. I never considered that. In my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, Wanda envisions power. But it's not.
0: Jared goes, of course it wouldn't be like Vision. Vision has no DNA. This is a world in which magical stones exist where you can snap your fingers and people can disappear. Okay? All right? This woman created her own sitcom in a town and infused her will and her emotions into their brains and controlled them. I think we can overlook whether or not he has a, a wiener with semen. I spit all over my mic and DNA.
1: All right. An android shed a tear. Where'd that water come from?
0: Gum there? fucked him up. That's the first thing I thought of when the visions were fighting. I was like, Vision, get some gum in his mouth. You're going right? to ruin him. Just get some gum in there, man. Just gum up those works. Gum, in that mouth. Get, gum up those works, man. Gum up those works. Jam some gum on his mouth. Stick it in there. Get in there. Get in there. Yeah. In there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I want to say that um, I'm a fan of these limited series TV shows. Like, Do, do you think this is going
1: to be a one and done?
0: I don't think there's going to be a – if there is a second season, it's not going to be for a couple years because there's – I don't think the continuation from this is going to be in the movies, which is interesting because this is what HBO wanted to do years ago with The Dark Tower. They wanted to have a movie and then have a series connected to it to bridge and tell more and then do a movie, and it's just like the world wasn't ready for it. People were like, this is crazy, whereas now – it's like, yeah, we're gonna do a nine-episode series, one division. We may not even come back to it because right. we've told our story. Which I'm like, yeah, that's so so yeah. fucking cool.
1: I do like the fact that that's becoming a new a new vehicle for. I mean, limited run series have always been a thing. Like they've they've been on network TV before and stuff. Like that's not it's it's not a new concept. But the fact that they are now becoming prolific enough to where because you used to do a limited run series on like NBC or a limited run series on a on lifetime. And it was pretty dog, dog shit. shit. Now you're taking this cinema quality. These, this movie writing, you're applying it to, like you don't have to have like a four or eight, uh, a four or eight season commitment. You also don't have to write and budget for a two hour giant epic movie. You can do a nine episode arc and then call it quits. And that can live by itself. And I love the fact that we have that now, like if someone's got an idea, cause I have ideas for what I think are like would be a series, but I have trouble going past season one for some of them. And like the fact that this is a viable option now for people who create, I think it's fucking fantastic.
0: I agree. I think it's good. It's a great use of storytelling because it's nestled in with everything else and it works. And I'm super excited about it. Oh, Jared got a
1: bigger. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead.
0: got a bigger one.
1: If you've got if you've got a bigger, uh, you know, winner. um, No, if you've got a bigger uh, property like the dark tower, or marvel and you can splinter off and do something related to that too i mean even you know even better It just enhances that world jared goes oh we can overlook things like that in wandavision but not wonder woman wonder woman
0: is riddled with plot holes and disasters and yes if she fucked cyborg and she birthed superman and aquaman (laughs) instead of that i would call it out the same way sir i would because everything else surrounding it would be fucking weird all right so, yes.
1: Hard oh. stop.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Slotty asks, can Falcon I... and Winter Soldier live up to this, or is it kind of doomed? I think it's an apples to oranges comparison. Uh, I think uh, WandaVision was a deep dive into Wanda, her grief, and what happened after the snap, and her dealing with her life after that, whereas Cap or er, uh, w- Winter Soldier and Falcon is filling the void that Cap left behind. And what these guys yeah. can do about it, it's. I think it's going to be more action packed and focused on that sort of stuff. It's more spy. through I think it's more in the vein of Winter, uh, the you know Winter Soldier, than what WandaVision was. So I think it's going to be a little more formulaic, more that we're used to. And um, I just don't think it's going to be on the. It's. It, I don't think it's going to be an easy comparison to make. And I don't think you should. So. This so fucking WandaVision- stop.
1: WandaVision felt like it was experimental television. They're like, let's see what we can, let's see if we can figure out a new way to tell this story. Mm -hmm. And Captain uh, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, to your point, is is much more what we're used to. It's going to be a lot more like, hey, here's your, here's something everyone can get into. You like spy stuff? You like normal? Do you like uh, Jack Ryan? Yeah. You know, do you like these other kind of things? Well, then, do you like Twenty Four? Come on in. This is what we got you. And then WandaVision was for those who are just like. Want to get a little weird?
0: going on over here. You want to reminisce a little bit and, and enjoy the the world yeah. of sitcoms and while telling a story? You know, we can do that. And Loki's <laughs> going to be like it's also going to be weird. You Loki's
1: going to be more in line with what Wandavision was in the sense that it's going to be very experimental.
0: I think it'll be a mix of both because it's going to push more of what we know. I think of the multiverse and Nexus and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to yeah. be exploring a lot of that shit. But yeah, I think it'll be more. I think it'll be a nice merging of both. Yeah. Um. And I, I, I do. We had a fan reach out and say hmm. something about you, Justin. They're like, Justin has got. Did they, comp, did they compliment my. They said, the court's in session, Your Honor, and we have an argument against the defendants. Hear, hear you, hear you, hear you. They said, just start listening to your uh, WandaVision cast. How did Mm -hmm. Justin go from saying Marvel never takes risks every time you guys discussed a Marvel movie to Marvel consistently does things that have never been done before? Can you smack him on the next one for me?
1: I like it. Can you smack me? I can with my emotions. Right. So, no. The answer is no, he can't. You've lost one. (laughs) Let me tell you why you're going to lose the other. Um... (laughs) because I have the mic, jackass. <laughs> no, uh it's a fair point. That's a fair point. I uh I mostly say that just to piss Doug off and <laughs> and give Drew just a little sliver of hope. Um but uh no, I think uh like you can you can I guess what I'm talking more about is taking a risk in like killing off a main character now again they've killed off some of their main characters but there there's uh story structure and there is um like the method with which they tell a story is taking a chance but the stories themselves are pretty formulaic in the sense that you come in you've got you're you're introducing your hero you're introducing your bad guy the hero falters it looks like it's hopeless they come back and win in the big CGI battle, and more like often that, than not, that, they're that, fighting
0: the mirror image of themselves, just in the villain who is exactly. basically so. Like
1: in that regard, there's very little risk taken in storytelling in that way, but the vehicle in which the story or the overarching way that they're telling the story that they are it's being very experimental with, and there's a there is a there's an inherent risk anytime you do uh, something new like that. So I take your point. Um, I think I'm I'm talking about. On a m- macro scale, they're taking risks on a individual movie level. It's not so risky.
0: That's fair. I'd say there were some pretty big risks like with Infinity War, ending the movie with the snap and just calling it and being like,
1: the villain won. Everyone's like, ha! Ah! But Well, especially uh, yeah. for someone like Haig who didn't realize <laughs> there was going to be a second movie. And he walked out of the theater and went, what
0: the fuck was that? Holy shit. He just died? Yeah
1: yeah and so then he called me and I went you know there's gonna be a second he goes wait there is and I went oh hey well it's funny because I like
0: I know the formula is there but I right. feel like it's almost dressed up a little bit so it's not as like beating you over the head which yeah. I kind of appreciate um yeah, yes which is why I think I'm much
1: more forgivable to that and don't get me wrong I'm yeah. fine with it oh I yeah love these movies I yeah. adore these movies so I'm not being critical of it mm-hmm. I'm just saying like if you look at something like um Primer and if you look at something like uh you know uh I don't know pick one Captain America the first one Two Which one took the bigger risk? Vastly very vastly different
0: films. I'm just saying. What about the artist the silent black and white movie that won an Oscar, you know? You That's right? Who the thunk that? Versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. I mean, come on. What do we Right. I think there's greater risks being taken here. <laughs>
1: you get uh, my point i do yeah. get your
0: point no that was that's <laughs> fair i think that's a fair assessment and hopefully that uh fan thank you for for reaching out i appreciate it uh yeah, we always and appreciate it, it. we
1: we absolutely love hearing like that so please yeah. keep calling us out on shit because there's yeah. plenty to call us out on
0: without a doubt
1: yeah so
0: uh moving on here uh big news justin do we have like a big news announcement like soundbite that we can do like do you have yep. anything over there <laughs> Big news, yeah. No, I think we got to do the the big one, the big oh, one. Oh, the big one? Yeah. Oh. Oh. What is with these camels? That one was me. This just in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's newing forward that will be the soundbite we play whenever we have something big to announce. Big news.
1: Big news. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to jack up the sound on it. I'll get another one. But big don't worry. news, camel
0: farts. Uh, so <laughs> We've talked about it. This all started months so ago tight. on the uh, one of the video game streams we did on uh, the my, on the Saturday night with Jackbox, and we started exploring and learning about the Great Emu War that happened way down under in Australia. Um, essentially, uh, the long and short of it was the emus were getting out of control. The Australians were like, this ain't going to happen. So they got their military together, they mustered them together, and they decided to fire at them with machine guns that jammed and didn't do well, and the emus can absorb a lot of bullets, and the emus won this war. They dubbed it the emu war. Ultimately, they won. Uh, The military pulled out, and uh, the emus are still laughing to this day. It was a dark day in Australia, but to make this dark day a little bit lighter, John Cleese and Rob Schneider have teamed up to make a movie. They've just finished the script for what's being called the emu wars movie. So... (laughs) It's happening. It is happening. And I think we can all agree this will be accurate. Historically accurate.
1: Yes. Yes. Especially the fact that, that, uh, what are the quote? It was, uh, Rob Schneider plays a (laughs) sergeant that screams the whole time. So you're welcome for that.
0: Yeah. I read that. (laughs) I was like, Jesus, man, here we go. It's like, can't wait to hear your
1: accent. It's probably better than mine. I was telling Beth about this and she goes, uh, She's like, oh, that's cool. I was like, yeah, I tried to get John Cleese on. I said, but he wouldn't return our calls. And she goes, what about Rob Schneider? I go, okay. And she goes, (laughs) goes, wait, you don't want Rob Schneider? I go, Rob Schneider? She goes, oh, wait, like from the 80s and 90s? And I go, yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, no. (laughs) Jared says my national
0: pride will be screaming the whole time. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. Uh, Because Jared made a good point, too. You've got a British and a person an american person writing about an australian incident which to be fair it's not like an australian has to write about that but
1: well it, what and isn't an Aust- what is an australian other than an american and a british person uh, morphed into one person that's science it's pretty close i think i read about it on wikipedia yeah so so uh,
0: no well, idea when that movie's coming out but when it does
1: you'll get the you'll get the announcement here in oh, a very special and way. Are, and we are going to be watching and and we it will do an episode on it, don't you worry. Hopefully that will go right
0: to streaming uh cuz I don't yeah. want to go to the theater to watch it. Um it'll be on HBO Max same day. Boy, I hope so cuz yeah. that would be great if that would Look, happen.
1: Look, if we can get too, I don't want to disparage. If we can get Rob Schneider on here, I would kill to have Rob Schneider on here. You know, I don't even know what I'd talk to him
0: about and that's not me being shitty. I just be like, I don't even know I mean well, talk about the fucking emu war Doug <laughs> and nothing but the emu and war <laughs> nothing but the emu war oh yeah J- Jared says he's still waiting for you to watch these final hours which by the way is a great it's a great movie what is, what is that it's about the end of the world in Australia it's really good oh it's
1: a, it's a movie I've never heard him <laughs> reference it
0: before well now you have no. it's on record now sir it's on the record
1: Justin is going to watch, watch this how- movie Watch how quickly I forget and argue the fact that it never happened next week. <laughs> oh, selective memory! It's the yep. best. Oh, early onset dementia. Terry <laughs> goes, you liar! <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so I'm I'm very excited. Uh, honestly, I'm very very excited for for the Emu War movie. Like when when we first heard about this, Slotty sent it to us in a chat. And the three of us, I think, collectively did a, what? Yeah, it was all me? over our Discord. Not, it was huge. More perfect. It was huge news. It was like, this is the biggest
0: thing that's ever happened to the podcast. It's something yeah. that we all know about. We all talk about. It, and finally, we get to see it happening live in a comedic fashion.
1: It's amazing. I'm very yeah. excited.
0: It's yeah. wild, to say the least. Um, So, yes, when that comes out,
1: you're going to hear about it here first. Mm-hmm. You but, well. And you'll hear about it like this. Oh! <laughs> oh!
0: Oh! What is with these camels?
1: That one was me.
0: Uh, by the way, uh, bonus points if you can figure out what that comes from. What's that clip from? Figure it out. Let us know. Figure it out. Let us know. And uh, you win a prize. Um, last on the docket tonight is something we love, absolutely love to talk about, and it's corporations. Corporations fucking up on social media, because we've covered this in the past many a couple hundred episodes ago. I think with Nate Dickon in particular, we were going through uh, all the different blunders that corporations have had. Oh
1: no! Wait for it. It's good. Oh it's just, no! It's just a hiccup. I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Thank God. I got right. so nervous. I was yes. Like, Again. Ah, it's just a skip okay. the beat. We're
0: good. We're all good. good. Um. <laughs> um but yesterday uh we're we're recording this on march 9th on march 8th was international women's day and uh burger king tweeted out a tweet that said women belong in the kitchen and they followed it up with additional parts um this is a perfect example of they had a they have something they want to promote that's really good but they did it in a terrible way So what they're trying to promote is they have um, a foundation that basically they're calling to light that there's not enough women as like executive chefs and stuff in kitchens. And they're basically saying, um, you know, they said fine dining kitchens, food truck kitchens, award winning kitchens, casual dining kitchens, ghost kitchens, Burger King kitchens. If there's a professional kitchen, women belong there. But can you guess who's leading those kitchens these days? Exactly. Only 24% of chef positions in America are occupied by women. Want to talk head chefs? The number drops to fewer seven than 7%. So, great idea. Like, it's... The intent was there. The intent was there. And they even have a scholarship that will grant $25,000 apiece to two female employees um, to essentially help them progress in there. But they let off with a single tweet that said, Women belong in the kitchen. And they, they got really blasted by KFC. kfc ironically yeah who reached out to him i think uh they, they kfc responded with the best time to delete this post was immediately after posting it the second
1: best time is now now and, keep in mind this is a company that put out a uh porn video game where you can fuck the colonel. okay that's not this true coming from that company. It's, it's a
0: dating fun. simulator that you can't even date the the colonel on. So just get it right, Justin.
1: Doug, God, How
0: do you know this? I started playing it and then the upload speed went shit to shit. So I could actually
1: stream it. So, so I stopped streaming and I kept playing it. Yeah. And now my balls You're are off. empty. So exactly. uh, I'm good. <laughs> All right. There's Doug lost eight
0: pounds in one sitting. One yeah, one sitting man. It's just like who needs noom? You know when you've got <sighs> I love Colonel you, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> uh, Figure looking good dating simulator, you know? But Burger King replied with, Why would we delete a tweet that's drawing attention to a huge lack of female representation in our industry? We thought you'd be on board with this as well. Um, but again, it was just like, they should have said women belong in the kitchen. They should have given more information to it after that. Because right. that's or, it. Because I got to hand it to them. That's a great way to grab attention, but the wrong kind of attention. <laughs>
1: Right. Well, the thing is, with the way Twitter works, the way that things live on Twitter, you don't wait for the next tweet or you don't put it in a thread of tweets. You make that part of the initial tweet so there is no missing it. There's no going, oh, I didn't I didn't scroll down like you have to make sure that it is undoubtedly clarified in that first initial tweet. You know
0: where that women belong in the kitchen should have probably gone is the last tweet. The thread.
1: Right. Well, you know what? I would make the argument that it. I would say it didn't need to happen. <laughs> that <tweet> too. <laughs> never should have happened. They could make the statement that uh, you know we need more representation of female chefs in the kitchen, uh, helming uh, restaurants and getting things out the uh, recipes out there. We they could have delivered that thought without saying the phrase "women belong in the kitchen." You did not need to say that. Mm-hmm. Because sure, it's going to draw attention, but it's also an inciting phrase.
0: Especially on International Women's Day. Like, yes. Just awful. Just like just terrible. Terrible. The thing
1: is you're capitalizing on you're capitalizing on that sentiment, and it's gross.
0: Yeah. You it know? Just poorly poorly executed. A really great thing that was poorly executed. You could have done it in a boring way that was just like in honor of International Women's Day, we want to tell you about the scholarship that we're offering to our female employees, you know, to become X, Y, and Z. And then provide more information about that.
1: I mean Right. Here's it is very similar to the Illinois Congresswoman who said Hitler was right about one thing. <laughs> those and then she went on to say, those who control the children or those who like influence the children, yada yada yada. So she was saying, like basically He was right that he went after the, like, the children are the future, is what she was saying. But again, you don't need to lead it by saying Hitler was right on one thing. You know,
0: framing is really important when it comes to communication. (laughs) You know, it's just like most people don't, you don't want to lead off with that. It's just, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well.
1: So think before you speak, think before you fucking post on Twitter. God damn it
0: so uh there's a couple other really great things uh we found this article uh from 2019 from Inc. it's the 10 worst social media fails of 2019 Mm -hmm. the real-time case studies and how not to behave on social media
1: and it's just on 2019 like that it's because it happens so often
0: yeah uh, one of them uh, was Sunny D essentially was uh, pretending to commit suicide or like saying how they can't do this anymore. So they unleashed a series of tweets implying that the brand was losing its will to live. So it says while some users were entertained others pointed out that a juice brand posturing as a depressed individual was
1: inherently insensitive. Mhm. Yeah. I mean look we can all agree that Sunny D should cease to exist. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't Fake orange to be juice. Anymore. Right. We're all good on that. You don't need to you don't need to join in on the joke and also put I mean it, it looks like mocking mental illness or or some sort of uh uh people going through a hard time. Like that is uh, that's fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, um I, there was a hot second when I was really into Sunny D when oh, I was growing you? up and I was like this is great and then I got to the point where I'm like this is gross is really not good because my favorite thing is the commercial for it where it's like oh man you got anything to drink and they go in the fridge and like oh we got milk we got Soda. purple stu- purple Soda. stuff and then like sunny d i was like sunny d is the same as everything else that you called right. out as being like gross and not healthy because they try to pitch it as being healthy stuff right. yeah right it's like water I'd rather gross I'd
1: like- <laughs> water yeah
0: Slotty goes, Sunny D is orange juice made by someone who had an orange described to them, but has never tasted one. (laughs) It's the same thing for, like, grape-flavored stuff, right? Like, grape-flavored popsicles. They don't taste like grape. Like, grapes don't taste like that. Someone's like, eh, well, we're just going to say that it does.
1: Right. And now you understand what grape tastes like. Right. Uh, Or banana-flavored things. I would argue that they don't taste like bananas. They taste like some weird plastic. Gross. Um, the other uh i like i would rather drink tang than sunny d yeah tang is tasty sunny yeah. d is
0: not yeah sunny d is nasty no uh we got another good one on here from uh Leto pizza never never okay. heard of it but uh in <laughs> uh let's see here what was it uh in 2019 they posted a uh uh pizza that looks like the American flag, but except instead of uh stripes they had pepperonis. Instead of stars, they had black olives. And they tweeted out a picture of their pizza with hashtag never forget.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah, because uh that's good. Yeah, well I guess you, I'll tell you what, we won't forget that you put this ad out there. Yeah. 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 The um, uh, the one that kills me is this one that the Montgomery Bay Aquarium <laughs> tweeted out. They they posted a the picture of a uh, I don't know if it's just an unflattering picture or if this otter is is overweight, but uh, the caption on Twitter said Abby is a thick girl, t h i c c girl. What an absolute unit! She chonk. Look at the size of this lady. Oh lord, she coming another intern? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> another internetism internetism. All right, well right there, fuck you. Uh but that's just Yeah. First off, don't shame otters. Yeah. Second, uh the language very 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 uh very specific on who you're targeting with that <laughs> language. Who are they targeting, Justin? Slotty. <laughs> if I know Slotty, he was the first one to like that post.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't very good. Um, one of my favorites was the artificial intelligence disaster from Adidas. Um, this one is really bad. Where uh, <laughs> they launched a new line of gear for UK soccer club Arsenal, and it rewarded any user who tweeted hashtag Dare to Create by posting an AI generated jersey with their Twitter handle on the back. Again, anytime <laughs> you look for internet participation you're gonna get the worst of the bunch uh trolls with hateful handles exploit the campaign soon enough adidas's official account was tweeting branded jerseys with offensive messages on the back the worst of them are too vile to type but if you need a hint think holocaust denial and mass extermination one of them was at gas all jews (laughs) um which you know there you go you see that on the back of a jersey it's just like
1: and and the fact that Adidas's AI then takes that, tweets out a picture of the jersey with that, with the caption, At Gas All Jews, this is home. Welcome to the squad. Now's the time to seal the deal. Order your new shirt here. Like, they were automatically just like, oh, we'll just set this thing to automatically retweet these and... Oh boy, that's yeah.
0: not what you want. I love this. Uh, in 2016, <clears throat> Microsoft's chatbot Tay showed that when AI was given limitless, limitless exposure to the internet, trolls will take advantage, which leads us to uh, Uber. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. In April of 2019, a troll changed his Twitter display name. To the N-word and tweeted Uber's customer service account about a negative experience it had while using the platform. In response, Uber tweeted, We're sorry about that N-Word.
1: <laughs> Except the actual tweet wasn't censored. Yeah. Um Yeah. And again, I would argue, you know, it's not it's not like Uber said that. It was a it was an algorithm, it was a program they had set up, but shame on them for being dumb enough to set that up. You yeah. have to have foresight. You have to know this is gonna happen. Yeah. You have to know that.
0: And then the last one here, uh, the UPS store basically uh <laughs> it tweeted if your child addresses a letter to the North Pole, you can leave it with us. We'll do
1: we do shredding. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> you know what? Look, that one is the least offensive of this entire bunch. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm fine with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's fine.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So uh, long story
0: short, if you uh, are thinking about, and I think these are lessons that we can take as well as individuals, right? Think before you post. Really consider what you're going to do. And to quote Mike Birbiglia uh, from his special Thank God for Jokes, um, there's a bunch of idiots out there that have ruined jokes for the rest of us because they say a bad joke and then at the end of it they go, I'm joking, when they're done. And he does this wonderful bit where he's like, one guy came to work one day and was like, nice tits, Betsy. And everyone was like, what? And he's like, I'm joking. And the boss was like, "Uh, no more jokes. And that's how it works. They ruin it for everybody because they just add that tag at the end. And they think that's like, it's a joke. No, just because you offend people and it was bad doesn't mean you can just let it go away and be like, I was joking.
1: It's like the guy that used to work at my office. I think we were calling him Chet yeah is it yeah again like he just no one everyone was on edge when he was around because yeah he said those jokes and everyone's like great that was a complete mood killer yeah i just gonna go our own way now oh i'm sorry that was a pedophilia joke about girl scouts cool well this meeting's done
0: yeah yeah uh have you ever seen good morning vietnam i yes i have i i just rewatched that recently it was like five bucks So I bought it I'm like this is a classic and there's the uh, there's a lieutenant who just knows in his heart that he's funny And he takes over for Robin Williams character And he's just everyone's like just at one point people are just being blown with him like sir. You are not funny This is bad. Do not do this and he was just doing bad jokes He's talking about he's like I want you to know that two of my jokes are being considered to be published in Reader's Digest like just Really (laughs) really bad and when he gets told to get off there He's like sir in my heart, I know that I am funny. It's like, I don't give a shit. Pack it up and get out. Like, just those are the kinds of people that are so delusional yep. about what they think. And it's like, hey, man, at the end of the day, do other people laugh? And that's what right. it comes down to. And if they don't, sorry. And the flip side, if 90% of the room laughs and 10% don't, I still think it's funny. So it's the 10% that don't like it.
1: And that's, that's where, and we've talked about this before, but that's where it gets really hard to navigate those waters though, because you've got, you know, someone, someone will always be offended by something. So again, if you have that 90% that laugh is the 10%, is it funny or is the 10% right? Like where is it? Is it truly a majority rules? Because I guess that's, that's maybe where I'd like to kind of round this out or wrap this up is, is, is it a majority rules thing? Like, what if someone made a joke about, I don't know, uh, let's say the Holocaust. If someone made a joke about the Holocaust, there was 10% of people in the room that didn't laugh, but the rest of the room was laughing. Is it? Is it then, was it a good, okay joke? Or is it cancelable because 10% of the people were offended?
0: I would argue that majority rules in this case because okay. there's not every joke's not going to land. And I think it also goes in line with are you laughing for the rest of the show? But then you hear that one joke, and you're like, mm-mm. mm-mm. Right. It's like, you kind of got to... I look at it as, like, a collective. There used to be this... I think I've talked about this before. There used, used to be this company called T-Shirt Hell. And I would sign okay. up for their... Uh, this way back then, I would sign up for their newsletter, and they would come out every month. And they had just awful T-shirts. Like, extremely offensive T-shirts. Like, I think one of them was... Uh, I mean, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a snippet of one that I remember. It says, I eat more pussy than cervix cancer. Like, that kind of stuff. Whoa. Yeah, just really, like, if you go there, it's called T-shirt hell. I mean, you know what you're getting. And they would yeah. get, they would get, they would share their hate mail in their newsletter. And they would constantly say, people would be like, this was funny until you talked about cancer. Like, you can make fun of X, Y, and Z, but don't you dare talk about And the person's like, it, it can't do that. Like once right. something hits close to home, it's no longer funny. What about all this other shit? It didn't hit close to home to be there. So now it's funny. And like, that's kind of my sort of perspective on it. Right. Is what's the intent is the intent to harm or upset people because sure. there's, there's that if it's like, look, man, these are jokes. <clears throat> all right. I'm telling them we're, we're, we're laughing. We're having fun. If one doesn't land with you. I'm sorry. Like, okay. Yeah. But if majority of the space appreciates the joke, I think it's a good joke. If it's 50, 50, eh, not as good. And if you're yeah. below that, it's like, you probably need to do better with it. You know, go back and rewrite there, it.
1: There are so many different paths that I want to walk down in discussing this. We don't have, the we time, don't have the time. You are like, there are so many things that are firing right now in my head that I want to, these little branches that I want to go down. We might have to put it. you say in and come back a to mind it. gap? Bum 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 Welcome
0: to the Throwdown. Nice. I thought you were gonna play actually bum bum bum, but you said that and then you went into that, so that was creative. Well done.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Tell us what we got today.
0: On this week's throwdown, we have a Classics! Classic strong dudes from different Places we've got Beowulf versus Achilles. I like this throwdown because I've recently uh rewatched the 2007 animated uh, story of Beowulf, and I just read a graphic novel slash comic about Beowulf.
1: Was it animated or was it
0: CGI? Do you still call that? Uh, I can't remember if that was motion cap or not. I don't remember, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's computer graphics. Yeah. Okay so
1: it's not fully live action mm-mm. by any stretch of the imagination no sir all I remember because I've never seen it but all I remember was in the trailer they had that that shot of Angelina Jolie coming out of the water and it cut off right before a butt and everyone's like whoa CGI Angelina butt and that mm-hmm. was the big thing
0: yeah cool. A... so was it a good movie it's fine it's good I like the it's a unique take on the story of Beowulf Um, they added an element into it that I like you got Anthony Hopkins you got a couple other guys I can't think of their names. That you, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is not in it, but you got Angelina Jolie. You got uh, 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 John Malkovich, um, mm. and uh, yeah, a couple other dudes. You'd be like, I know who they are. Right. Um, James Gandolfini. Exactly, he's in it. You got Gilbert Gottfried as the right. dragon.
1: <laughs> I'll huff and i <laughs> That's
0: exactly what, because that's what the dragon says. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, So, here we have two legends, uh, literally. Uh, We've got Beowulf, who comes uh, from uh, the the Swedish folklore, Mm -hmm. uh, where in his story, he arrives to save the Danes from monsters, in particular Grendel, the monster, and he fights him buck naked uh, in a -a mano-a-mano Uh, Duel ends up ripping off Grendel's arm and Grendel runs away and bleeds out and then Grendel's mom comes back Eviscerates a whole bunch of people and Beowulf goes into her cave Kills her cuts off her head Mm. Completely destroys her and then he ends up taking on the mantle of King and he is ultimately defeated by a dragon But not before he essentially gives it some mortal wounds, but he succumbs to some ultimate fiery Death.
1: So he's king of the Swedes?
0: King of the Danes and the Swedes. Both. Okay, Both. Cool. Yeah. cool. Cool. Cool, cool. On the other side, we've got Achilles, who, yeah. as legend has it, uh, was completely... He was dipped into the river Styx, uh, making him immortal, except for where his mother was holding on to his, his leg, which was his Achilles heel. Uh, so he was basically, allegedly impervious to all damage except for that one spot, and he helped lead uh, Greece's uh, siege on Troy, defeating Hector and, uh, Ray, you know, entering with a Trojan horse, but ultimately Hector's brother Paris shot an arrow through his heel, his Achilles heel, and ultimately he fell in battle. So, okay. I like both these characters. And what I'm going to say first of all is that Achilles is not immortal. We're going to just go ahead and start right there and be like, he's just, he's just really good at fighting so good right. people are like he's immortal
1: he's just really good at fighting is i mean outside of that one section on the back of his lower leg just above his foot um is he not he i thought that he was impervious right like he's got like he's got uh uh like bulletproof skin right like disney we're not playing that game I'm not playing I'm just, that game is that not it though I thought, that's like, the legend arrows couldn't like pierce that's them, right
0: i mean that was the legend that he was impervious to all damage except Cage, for this basically uh, more or less but i like the actually uh the uh version in troy that movie starring brad pitt Mm-hmm. where a boy Tom goes the, yeah, and Tom Cruise and the boy goes you know he's at the beginning of the movie the boy's like you know they say that's you know your mother's a goddess and you can't be killed and he turns to the boy and goes, goes I wouldn't be bothering with the armor then would I as he's putting on his armor and the shield he's like I wouldn't be bothering with the shield he's just really good okay. at killing like that's his gift his gift is he's just a badass mm-hmm. and one of my favorite parts of that movie it's not a great movie it's got problems but he's going up against this huge dude because basically he's saying your best guy versus my best have you ever seen Troy? I've seen clips, but I've never seen the whole thing. They basically say your best guy versus my best guy, whoever wins, wins the war. And we'll just, we'll basically end it. I think all wars should be decided that way. Right. So this, you know, this guy was like, oh, yeah, he's got this huge dude that comes out and like Achilles is like fucking off and not really there. And then Agamemnon's like, bring me Achilles. And Achilles shows up. And basically, it's so cool because it's, it's, it's a, um, non-verbal thing that he does that basically is like a fuck you to the other guy because in this time period spears are the name of the game because they okay. have they have reached they have distance and right at the gate so they're across the battlefield from each other uh achilles just takes his spears and stabs it into the ground and just starts walking towards the guy and he basically is like i'm gonna come over there and i'm gonna kill you and the guy like he has like a couple of javelins and he's like throwing them at him and like achilles blocks uh, he, he, the, and then the, he like he gets the first one He throws down his shield Another one comes down He just dodges And then he's just running With his sword And as the guy pulls out unsheath his sword Achilles just jumps up Stabs him Right here in the neck And then just like The guy just falls over dead And he just stares At the army And the army's like Jesus Christ He's like Is there no one else <laughs> And with the stroke Of his sword He ended a war Like Interesting. Completely did it And so he's just like That's why people are like He's immortal He can't be beat
1: <laughs> So Is Achilles a real person? Does he exist in history? uh, According to the Iliad,
0: you know, from, you
1: know, Homer, (laughs) you know. So are we, so we're not, okay, so I guess I'm confused. I thought that Achilles was dipped and was impervious. Is that not the actual story? Is it just legend built up because he was so good? That's why I said I would love to go back and meet Achilles because I'm like, dude, do you know the
0: stories they tell about you? Like, what really were you like? Um, those were that is like the legend and the mythology, just like Beowulf okay. killed a monster and ripped his arm off. You know what I mean? And
1: both of these people are allegedly real people. I think they're I think they're probably based
0: rooted in some truth. But uh, you're also talking about a world in which people spread stories by word of mouth. Okay And so so we're
1: not so we're not having a monster slayer go up against a um, almost and almost, uh, and almost a demigod <laughs> except that one little like he's got that little fucking thing he's a pussy he's got that one little thing on his ankle because I'd
0: say you if know. that's the case Beowulf wouldn't know that's his weakness and he wouldn't succeed and Achilles would just murder him so I was like what that's just not a fair fight
1: he's gonna accidentally land a blow there yeah he's like I got yeah. your foot and he like tries to break it he's like ah you know <laughs> and then even then if he, if he slashes the Achilles heel you've gotta wait for the guy to bleed out because it's not a death it's not a killing strike
0: no He's just, oh, that's, and that's why I'm like, this is also weird because he right. cut his heel. It's not like it cuts a femoral artery or anything like that. Right. He's so just great, like, he just it's like can't I can't, now, I'm limping yeah. now.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Cool. I,
1: cool. Okay. So we're going to base this off of the fact that these are just two badass warriors who know their fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Beowulf.
0: That's interesting. Tell me
1: why. Well,. Uh, I come from Nordic descent. He's Nordic. He wins. I'd say if it's a straight hand-to-hand combat, I think
0: Beowulf wins. I think he's now, like... Why? Because he's... I'm taking it... Now, I'm not going to take everything from the legend, but he is He is a big grappler. The fact that, according to legend, he was able to rip a monster's arm out of its socket. Sure. I mean, again, if we, we, if we <laughs> whittle that back to, yeah, like he broke this dude's arm, like... He
1: seems like a big grappler kind of guy. At the same time though, if you're talking about that Nordic region, way, way, way back then, he was probably like five foot ten and he everyone thought he was this giant guy.
0: Well here's the thing. I think Achilles would have been even shorter, because he came before Beowulf. So Oh, okay. All right. That's
1: fair.
0: I'll accept that. I'll accept that. I'll say this. If Achilles had if they have weapons, which I think I'm assuming Beowulf would either have an axe or a sword. I w- would think w- an, each of a shield, yeah, w- would make sense. I think if Achilles has a spear, significant tactical advantage. He's got <laughs> reach. and uh, I think he would um i think I think he would give Beowulf a real tough time if they go straight weapons. But if it goes if it goes to fisticuffs, I think Beowulf beats him.
1: I mean, this is a really big like what if because if they so, there's no way you see Beowulf disarming Achilles and taking it to physical. Based on stuff that
0: I've read, watching the historical movie Troy, yeah, um, right, and seeing what's possible, you know, like if if based on that sort of stuff, I think Achilles, the biopic Troy, <laughs> his his tactical ability in battle is phenomenal. Like he is okay. an incredible warrior. He's very good with his weapons. And so I don't see him getting disarmed. Like
1: I just feel like someone like a because Beowulf seems like and when I say he seems like a scrapper, I don't mean like someone who's just back alley brawls. I mean, someone who like has seen the shit has got because like uh, Achilles seems like he leads armies and he's tactical in that way. Beowulf seems like he has to fend for himself and he's gotten good at just surviving. Well,
0: Achilles is definitely a guy who's like, he doesn't lead battles. He, he leads them by being out in the front and fighting like, right. But he still has
1: an army behind him. Beowulf seems like a solo. I mean, Achilles challenges guys
0: to one-on-one battles to see who wins the war. And you know, that basically seals the fate of, of most people. Whereas Beowulf, I look at Beowulf as like, um, a big ass Viking. That's kind of how I look sure. at him. Sure. And Achilles obviously is a nimble Greek warrior with a spear. So, um,
1: well, if we've if we learned anything from 300,
0: <laughs> the phalanx works as the man covers the man to his left from thigh to waist. I forget how it goes. I literally just watched this the other day.
1: <laughs> I mean, all you need to remember is tonight we thigh
0: to shoulder. Thigh to shoulder phalanx. I'm going to give it to Achilles. I think he has more battle prowess. And while I think Beowulf has the strength, I think Achilles um, would be quicker and would be more deadly with a spear.
1: And I have to say, I'm going to give it to Achilles because I don't think that either of them would be caught. I don't think that Achilles would be caught without a weapon. Agreed. I think Achilles constantly has a weapon of some sort on him. And again, if it goes, if we're if we're basing it off the fact that Beowulf is a brawler and Achilles is a uh, a, a weapons expert then you've got to give it if he's got a weapon it's it's game so on say that bear
0: wolf can't handle himself with a weapon but i think achilles right. would be better right yeah
1: okay cool so Achilles.
0: <laughs> yeah baby good stuff that was a fun one yeah. i thought it was gonna be you know, quick well, and we really dove into it and that was fun so well,
1: i feel like i needed I feel like I need to get into these characters. I think I you should. I feel like I need to watch movies from 2007. Because it seems to be when they all came out.
0: Well, you should definitely watch Beowulf. It's on Amazon Prime. And Troy is around there somewhere. It's not a great movie, but it's fun. It's definitely yeah. a fun one. There's so
1: a, All I know is there's a plane that flies over in that scene you were talking about. <laughs> and I think someone might have a watch on, too.
0: That's hilarious. That's good. Yeah. I always notice because they use the same... Uh, if you listen... you're gonna listen closely, they use the same sound bite as like background people like... Mo- like you shouting at each other they use it twice yeah. in the movie i'm like there it is again it's like the key the key-ta! like they say it twice i'm like come on guys you used it you already used it you're using <laughs> it again it's like don't be lazy you know take
1: some of your budget and just put it towards like a second sound effect the sound guy could just go out in his backyard and yell
0: something else in greek or whatever he's doing it's just like <laughs> it'd be anything but it's like yeah right. They're like nah let's use it again who fucking cares right uh justin what do you have to promote this week
1: Oh boy! Uh, I'm gonna say without a doubt, go watch Kangaroo Jack. It Hell is yeah. an award. It is an award-winning film, and I mean that very seriously. It won an award for this. Oh. Oh.
0: What is with these camels? That one was me.
1: Yeah. So go watch the award-winning Kangaroo Jack. And what was that, the what award it won? What's that? What's the award it won? Oh, it won the Kids' Choice Award for Best Fart
0: there you go award winning film Uh, I recommend the podcast The Apology Line Um, it's a limited run uh, podcast I think it's like eight or nine episodes and it centers around uh, this artist from the 1980s who started something called The Apology Line it was a number people would call and he essentially had an answering machine set up and people could apologize for anything that they wanted he told them not to give their names or any identifying characteristics and gave people an opportunity to apologize for any wrongdoing that they were done. And he created this experiment which went on for many years and it's really fascinating and I highly recommend it. And you can find it wherever you find podcasts. It's called The Apology Line. Check it out. I don't want to give anything else away. It's really interesting. That sounds awesome. It's really, really cool. I think you'd really like it, Justin. Okay, I dig it. You do dig it. I dig it. Speaking of digging it, dig us at all of our social medias at Podcast. All of our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Also, please don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Uh, smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button too. Uh, we post all of our episodes there uh, as well as highlights from our shows and our Twitch streams. And check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash MindGapPodcast. Head on over there. Drop us a follow so you'll get notified whenever we go live. And uh, we stream Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Saturday nights is our video game stream. Please come hang out with us. We love it when you're here engaging with us. You, you're part of the show. And we love having you around.
1: So don't forget to check us out there and check out Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh Podbean Verbal, all the places you can find and consume the podcast. Uh rate us, review us, share us around, subscribe. The big one is sharing. Just copy the link, send it out to your your fan base, your social following, and let everyone that you know know that they should know us. That tracks, trust me. Uh, then two com slash mind gap and keep an eye on all of two's stuff because next monday we are going to be releasing the trailer for sid penrose yeah uh, all the backers got to see the trailer already uh goes wide to the public next monday and then uh within the next probably month or so after that uh that film should be coming out we got to do a couple we got to do a cast and crew screening a backer screening and then it goes public baby so yeah uh
0: oh, bye. That's exciting. Uh, I can't wait, man. I'm looking forward to it. You guys do spent a lot of time working on that, and I can't wait to see it.
1: We're happy to have it done. <laughs> We're Check. happy to not have to work on that movie anymore. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Justin, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you.
1: Douglas, I mean this uh, more than I've meant anything in my life. Thank you.
0: And to all of our Twitch followers and Twitch people hanging out on the Twitch Twitch, I just want to say to you, Twitch yourself. I love you.
1: And, and listeners, listen to what I'm saying. Thank you. You all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.